Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knifeworks, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. Hey everybody, it's Brian House here for the Work For It podcast. And there has been some breaking news that I need to share with you right at the top of the show. The Chinese weather spy balloon has been shot down by the Apollo Forge and it landed in our motherfucking parking lot and we saved the world right here at Housemaid and work for it. Let's go, Brian! Let's do it! And also, in other news, we have Pickle right here <laughs> in the studio. What's you- up, everybody? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian, are you bipolar today or what's going on? <laughs> He's happy I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm walking through a cloud of smoke. <laughs> Forklift keys. Uh, they're hanging on the hook. Uh, well, I don't know. The, look, look on that hook over there. There's a hook over there. I wandered off with the forklift keys, and now apparently somebody needs to offload a truck. And that was my fault. Sorry about that. This is... Breaking news. Chinese spy balloon shot down in the parking lot. Brian loses forklift keys. <laughs> uh, just a news at 11. Sounds. That's it. All right, let's get some business out of the way. This show and all future shows are supported by Baker Forge and Tool. If you're looking for that next piece of amazing steel to take your knife-making project to the next level, check out BakerForge.com. Coy and the boys over there are making raindrop copper my bronze my raindrop, and I have this new one called Elite Aurora my. That stuff is so cool. And Maiden's Hair. Have you seen this? The Maiden's Hair, which is a double-damn Q-shim. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. I don't even know how they do it. And if you check out their social media, which they are on every possible platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and OnlyFans, you can watch them do all of this work and you'll realize really quickly how the hell do they do that? And I wouldn't have any clue how to make that stuff, nor do I have the time, equipment, or the facility. I'm going to let Koi and the boys make my next billet for my next knife drop now go to bakerforge.com i hear that you get to see how the gator piss is made over on the only fans mm. oh. yes <laughs> you that's something you have to become a <laughs> member for and that process will shock you so anyway <laughs> um anyway uh and also another uh sponsor of the show is maritime knife supply if you are looking for anything to make your next knife project go to maritime knife take advantage of the usd to canadian exchange rate lawrence ships every single day to the u.s and he's fast he's speedy he's a maker you can ask him questions and every single day he is adding new products to his website so go check out lawrence lake over at maritime knife and get what you need for your next knife project and last but not least, like Dennis says at the beginning of every show, 
you can support our show financially by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it. And for as little as $10 and 80 cents a year, you can get 52 after shows where we will all smoke weed with pickle, get super high and tell all of our secrets to the world. (laughs) Some things are definitely going to shock you. That's not true, by the way. We don't do any of that. <laughs> I was going to say, do I need to run to a dispensary real quick? Because yeah, I think exactly. One just it's down legal the road. in Michigan, right? You yes, can sir. you can smoke up in Michigan, and it's it's all good. So, and this week we have four new patrons. Wow. So that brings us to a hundred and seventeen patrons. And from oh, yeah. time to time, we do a free one pound drop of Brian Cohn's carbon fiber handle material. And if yep. you're a patron, you could win that. Every week we have every a spreadsheet. Month. Every, every is month. Is it every month? Every month. Every, I'm not giving away every week. Come on now. Every day you could win a carbon fiber <laughs> drop from Brian Cohn. Okay, it's every month. I apologize. Once a month, Brian puts in a pound of yeah. his best carbon fiber yeah, I do. and makes it happen for you. So anyways, all that business is out of the way. We got Pickle in the studio. We got Ben in the studio. Hey, Ben. 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 There he goes. He, he <laughs> muted himself. <laughs> Ben's having a conversation. He's like in a convenience store somewhere. I was wondering who I was hearing. I could hear some people talking in the background. What the hell like, are you what? doing? Are you there? <laughs> Listen, this is the... Pr- Hello. By the way, Hello. If, you've, if you've ever had an opportunity to listen to another Maker podcast, you will not find a more professional crew than right here at the Work For It podcast. <laughs> and I don't want to hear about it. If we mess something up, you know what? That's it. This is part of our creative process. Do I need to restart this show? This thing's going haywire. Can you hear no, me? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's perfect. It is perfect because Pickle is here, and this is exactly the energy that he brings. Can and I don't know if you've me? been following any of my social Hello? media, but you've been noticing We this. can hear yes. you, Ben. All right. We, can we got you, you, Ben. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I have like 16 different muted, 16 ways. I'm like losing my shit. I got you, boys. What What's happening? fucking working for it today classic 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 beginning that's it he jumps in and he's just all over the place well on this episode of the work for it podcast you get double the twitch you get double the train wreck (laughs) and pickle cutters in the house double the twitch here we go all right fellas have you by the way, have you guys noticed that I have a new piece of equipment in my workshop? Have you <laughs> no, seen I any of this? No. I know no, I didn't I have figure not. that right. Did you get another Nothing piece of shit here. machine or something or uh, just <laughs> well, like a know, giant paperweight, right? <laughs> it's a giant paperweight for now because they have to send a technician over to wire it up. So I can't even really turn it on. So when they say buy that, once, but... cry once, they don't mean you have to cry for like a month straight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of people that are writing in and it's interesting because I didn't realize like how many of the folks that have followed my work at one time or another worked in a machine shop like Brigham Kendall and uh, just a whole bunch yeah. of people on Instagram talking about like, hey, that's a great machine. We used to use one at our shop. And I was on the makeshift podcast with Chris Powell and Corey from yeah, Odyssey. Corey CNC. was a machinist. Yeah. yeah well, and they have a, they have this exact mill in their shop. Yeah, and wow. they use it every day. So it was so cool to see the connections there. 
And then, um, of course, everybody's now messaging me going, yeah, the the real crying starts when you start buying tooling and fixturing right. and all that stuff. So It's the same as like a wood lathe, right? right? Is the, the lathe itself is cheap. It's all the freaking accoutrements that go with it that eat up the budget. See, I was told it all came with it. I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I just stroke a big check. But anyway, no, we got the Haas machine, and we're uh, that was like almost our entire day yesterday. And Pickle was <laughs> so when this truck shows up, I'm gonna make a whole piece of social content on this. We filmed it from like five different angles. So the rigger company that I hired to do this, their forklift looked just like my forklift. Like, no <laughs> joke. It was same side size. by side, yep. same, by, same size and everything, except their forks didn't widen as far as Atlas's do. And they had fork extensions on there. And we're standing there taking video of them, you know, driving up to the truck to put the forks through the pallet to lift this monstrosity off of this truck. And it's side heavy. It's not weighted like you would think. It's not centered. It's not centered. So they pick it up from the center and it starts to tip over Uh. on the right. Like it just legit starts to turn. And Brent standing there. He looks at me and he goes, I got to get out of here. I cannot watch this. I have to go. Like he like turns and leaves. And we're all standing there going, there's I don't know how it can work because the forks aren't wide enough. And where they put the pallet pieces, it's just like it was exactly the width of the widest part of that forklift. So they had to squeeze the the forks together, which is not a good idea, right? Because you'd rather have a wider stance on this thing. And they got it up off the truck. And in order to do that, they used a human being as a counterweight on the no. other side. Yes. Yeah. In the street while there's like traffic like people driving through oh dude it was full pucker mode engaged i mean and i'm and now i'm sitting here you know how i'm bitching about how much i had to pay these guys to do this work (laughs) i'm like money well motherfucking spent i'll tell you what yeah let, let me stroke a check to these boys because the guy driving the forklift chad he called me earlier that morning and he was like, you know, I didn't put two and two together. I know who you are. He's like, I watch YouTube. I follow oh, you on shit. a bunch of social platforms. So it was funny because he was like all excited about coming and doing the work. And um, and so, then when he got here, we were all bullshitting. But the guy was cool as a cucumber, was he not? Yes, Pickle? he was. I mean, he didn't even flinch. When that thing started tipping, he was just like, okay, I'm going to lower it down now. And I had to leave because I was, it was just too wrenching for me. You walked away too after Yeah, I walked away, yeah. I had to. It was just too much. <laughs> it was like stress ball. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Way too much yep. for me anyways. Money well spent on a rigger. Definitely. Yep. So anyway, uh, we got that done. We made a whole bunch of social content around that, but it's not all out yet. And I shot some really cool time lapses of them like positioning it and like how they do that with skates and like these big... They're like roller skates, but for heavy machines, and they put it up underneath. It's super interesting, so I'll be putting that out in the next couple of days. So that's what we've been up to. But nice. And then, of course, just hanging out with Pickle, and I'm pretty much semi high all the time when I'm around. <laughs> He's the contact <laughs> buzz. What's funny is like the riggers showed up, and the guy walks in the building, and I was like, "Well, this is my buddy Nick. He he's a perpetual ganja smoker, and he's gonna smell like ganja." And he goes, "Yeah, I yeah, I gotta get out of here. I gotta drive a fucking forklift right. in ten minutes. Like I can't be in here." It was funny. I love it. So. Yeah, Ben evacuated yesterday too. Yes, he, he left the room. Yeah, it had it, it was. I'm uh, not Ben. I mean uh, Brent. 
Brent, yeah. yes, Brent had to get out. Well, and, you know, Brian uh, makes him piss in a cup every week, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ongoing joke was that I want my forklift operators sober while they're right? moving shit around yeah. in the warehouse. Please, please, it. please. So, yeah. But we've had a crazy cool fun week so far, and it's only Wednesday. I mean, we record this on Wednesday anyway, and uh, it'll come out on a Thursday. But it's only Wednesday, and we've had a great time, have we not? Yes. Last night. Last night was amazing. So, last night, my father-in-law brings over a beef tenderloin, some lobster tails, and all this, you know, veggies and rice and everything else. And we had a massive feast. We had Brent and his wife over to the house. The kids were there. Pickle was there, myself, my wife, and my father-in-law, and we celebrated Valentine's Day all together, and it was just such a good time. We had a blast. You forgot the dessert, though. Oh, the pumpkin pie. Sarah made a pumpkin pie from scratch. Amazing. Unbelievable. And she makes that whipped cream just from scratch. scratch. Killer stuff. So it was a blast. We had a good time. Yes. Anyways, I'm monopolizing the conversation. They're they're taking care of me, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely not hungry. Or sober or tired. He's just he's just <laughs> hanging out. He's got his feet up all the time. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm working for it. He definitely you keep this up. working for it. You keep this up, Brian. He'll never go home. I know, man. Yeah. I know it's tempting, but this heat's starting Screw to get Screw that though. snowboarding, man. You're going to become a no, surfer. No, 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 no. Don't start anything, Ben. Don't, don't, don't make up any stories now. <laughs> Speaking Sorry, of never, Nick, man. so you had you had one hell of a time getting down there. What the yeah, hell happened yeah, with yeah. the flights? Uh, well, we had that big Arctic blast with like crazy winds, and it was like 64, 65 below with very, very high winds. Uh, equipment on the tower at the airport got damaged from all that, and uh, so nothing took off and nothing could land till that was fixed, and uh, that only happened on the Monday. So my original flight from Saturday got pushed back to Sunday. Then they realized they couldn't fix the problem until Monday, and they canceled everything. Mm. So then I was uh, having to reschedule the flight, and that's why I'm down here this week. So, I mean, I was just constantly visioning it from your perspective, where you're seeing this giant storm come through, and you're seeing, oh, it's going to be 60 below zero, and just in the nick of time, I'm going to escape that shit to 60 above zero, and and then you couldn't. that way. Oh, how (laughs) crashing was that? That was was like a taste of... uh, of karma is what I call that because I was like rubbing it in people's face. <laughs> like, 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 ah, I'm gonna miss this shit. I'm out of here, guys. Peace out. Nah, nah, nah. And then, oh, first delay. I was like, e, okay. Uh, and I look at the weather for here and I was like, yeah, I'm out of here, guys. See you next week. And then, boom, canceled. I was like, shit, I should have shut up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Talking all that smack, and that's how it ends up. Right. That's it. Exactly. But but you're here now, and you know the weather's actually not been too bad. It's no, a little it's, warmer today, but yeah, it's it been is. in the 50s and the yeah. 60s. It's been nice. No, it hasn't. In the mornings. Oh, in the mornings, yeah, yeah. But that's like a regular summer day for me. Right. <laughs> See, for us, that's like a winter chill. Yeah, no, like this 80-degree stuff, I, 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 I miss my snow. <laughs> I, well, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. It's, I, it's, see, it's, I, always, been nice. I always say that I, I wouldn't miss the cold. And I could live at you know live on the beach or something, but I think you're right. I think there's a part of me that would would end up missing. Yeah, no, the definitely. Like I am like missing it, and uh, I'm seeing especially there's some good snow right now too, and uh, yeah. I'm seeing all like the stuff on my feed on Instagram and on Facebook. Like all my friends are out riding, like like riding out of town, and I had the opportunities to go, and I had planned to go too, and but my plans changed because of the flight, so. That didn't happen, which is fine. You know, it's, it snows every year in Canada, so in most so, parts. 
Nick, other than getting this giant machine in, what else have you guys been working on in the shop this week? Oh, prepping all kinds of stuff. We made all those crates for the Apollo Forges. We got a bunch of other stuff uh, ready for that, too. Uh, just in general, getting stuff ready for inventory and packing and orders and all that good jazz. Yeah, well, it's been nice having them here because we, this week we really needed a extra set of yeah. hands with the, the crating of the forge forge project was really a big one and then just general you know counting parts you know we're get we just got a whole new load of uh, revolution parts in and he helped us with that all the inventory he's cleaning wheels by far this is not a vacation for him like no. he is down here working his ass off and then at night we sit around outside or in the house and we drink wine and you know all that and eat and it, so it's been good, but we, yeah, nice. definitely working for it this week. Yeah, it's been good. Nice. So. Yes. I'm enjoying it, even though he's putting me to work. Like, that's what I came here for, technically. You get antsy yeah. anyway. Like, if yeah. we were just oh, sitting no, around. No, no, I, no, no, yeah. no, no, I couldn't just sit there and do nothing. No way. Yeah. Now, when you guys were making those crates, did you guys all sign all sign the faceplates oh, of them? That's or? right. We, we haven't made the faceplates yet. So those are okay. the, we have them cut. We just, we haven't made the crates. So like Yo. the finished crate. So everything's like getting piled into them, but they're still open. So if that Yo, make sense. me one, just set one aside for me, sign them all down. I, I need one of those faceplates at least. Yeah, we got to cut the stencil out. That's what okay. we need to do on the plasma table to make that happen. So yeah, we got to cut a stencil so that we can spray paint the logo and then we'll sign it all and everything. Yeah, we need to do that soon. Yeah. All right, and I'm in the midst of actually finishing the plans for the Apollo Forge. I'm like 95% done. So today I'm shooting all the ribbon burner build and how that works and how you pour the ribbon burner. And I'm expecting Saturday sometime those plans will be complete and then that we'll put those up for sale on the website. And then we're going to do a second drop this weekend. So if you want to forge this weekend, there will be another drop of 50 that will go up on the website and those will not ship until mid March, but you'll at least be able to get one. And they won't last on the website as a pre-order. So get your ass in gear and get one if you want one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we, we've had close to a hundred people message us and say, can't you just like sell one to me now? And I'm like, no, it's it, mm -hmm. the, the biggest issue we're having right now, and we met with FedEx this morning, two executives from FedEx came, met with us, and we're working on getting the price down to ship these things because we're paying $100 on average to ship. In some cases, $120 per unit. And so we had a connection with FedEx. They sent somebody out, and then they were like, yeah, we can help you. So we're working on pricing. We should know later today. If that we might be able to get a significant deep discount, Lawrence from Maritime Knife Supply keeps telling me this. Like he's like, you got to get working with these people because they'll give you like deep discounts on shipping, and I just haven't had the time to do it. But now it's super important because if they can't give us a deep discount on shipping, then I have to raise the price of the Apollo, which I don't want to do. Right. So uh, I I'm hoping that if they tell me like, hey, we we'll, we can cut the price in half or whatever, then I just pass that savings along to the customers. So right, that's the goal. Oh, cool, All man. this fun logistic stuff we're doing that, and uh, you know, um, uh, the other the other thing that we've got going on is uh, just uh, all working on innovating and continuously making products here that are are revolutionary for knife makers and people who use our machine. 
And, um, and I think that that's something that is, I can't talk a lot about what we're working on, but they're not. (laughs) Yeah. So what I'll just say this, we had a, like a consensus, well, what would you call it? Like a summit when Kenny was here? I don't even know. Yeah. It would be a summit. Yeah. So like, Kenny, Kenny, my buddy Kenny is uh, he's the uh, one of the fabricators that used to work next door to me in my old shop, and he's just been a friend for like ten years. Like he's one of those solid dudes that just yeah, definitely solid, awesome uh, human being. And we're all jib jabbing because he came up to the shop. He wanted to meet Pickle and hang out for a bit, and we were talking about a project that we wanted to do, and it was me, you, me, Pickle, Brent, and Kenny, and we all came up with a new concept that had not has never been done before i've never seen it none of us have none of us have and and it's something that will change the game and so we're it's we have to keep it hush hush but i what the why why would we have to keep it hush hush? well there's (laughs) there's certain things happening right now in in my world where it seems to be that my designs are free and open to use for anyone out there and uh, I'm not getting into that. We, we, you know what? I say, I just sold your you plan know, six times since last week. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a. I I feel like I have I've been slapped in the face by a few people, and it sucks. But you know, to be honest, I it's I have to let that go because you know we're not reinventing the wheel for the most part. Uh, there's a few things that I did definitely spend an enormous amount of time on that is now being sold by another company and that, uh, you know, without any credit given or whatever. And that just, that stinks. I, but at the same time, I think to myself, like, look, this is how this business works. Everybody that designs or makes a product, this happens to them. And you know what? I should be so blessed to, to have it happen to me too, because this shows the, the, the community that we are industry leaders. Sure. We're not following. We're leading. The only and thing that I thought ones. about, the only Go thing ahead. that I thought about is it's going to make Blade Show hella awkward this year. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some, yeah, that. But I, you know what, man? Like, we're all adults and we'll, exactly. we'll be okay and it'll be fine. And, and, you know, there's benefits to staying professional and being, still having relationships. You know, it's a, sure. I don't see it like that. I, I just, I, I was pissed at first. I'll just say that, but it, and I changed his mind. Yeah. I mean, you did because you, you know, we talked a lot about it and you're like, look, man, you're the leader of this, this you're leading the pack now. Like, how does that feel? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you're right. You know, if, if established companies are taking our ideas and duplicating them, you know, not like, not like those guys out in Oregon, because they're not even real. I just feel like, you know, like that is a sign that we're on the right track. Yes. We're doing well, something right. Definitely is. They want your product. Yep. You smoke enough weed and you'll mellow out there, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Pop a few edibles, you know, we'll just go on a fun trip. Shit you know? gets but, easier. But what, what we getting back to what I was saying was it was great to have, it's great to have Nick in the shop. And then like my buddy Kenny here and Brent and we're all just like come and we're drawing and we're, you know, sketching out the concepts and like, hey, what about this? What if, what if you change it like this? And it just it just reminds me why I do this work. Yes. It's so fucking fun. I mean, and, we're, and then we'll prototype it and use it and then we'll bring it to market. And it's just going to be uh, a game changer for the entire community and that's gonna be and awesome. nobody's gonna be seeing this until it's ready to hit the market yeah yeah well we're not gonna show it off we're just gonna we're just gonna make a hundred of them and then you know then demo it so and it sucks that we that i can't go through my normal process of developing something publicly 
But I'm just, I've got way could, too many eyes on You could on still do all that, but release it afterwards as content. Yeah, yeah. The process of developing a, you oh. know, like, like a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Sure, we could do some long form yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like a 25-minute clip or whatever, documentary. Like Yeah, on YouTube would be, that would be yeah, good. Yeah, I'd hey, follow Brian. your voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, you have plenty of time to add filming on top of all this stuff. Sure. Doing, right? Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm filming today, man, all day. Yeah, I'll be down next week again to fucking be his camera guy. That's it. No, no, that that is. There you go. So, yeah, it's a busy, busy times at Housemaid, and I get the pleasure of hanging out with the fire inspector again on Friday. So, <laughs> yeah, they just love me now. So yeah, I can't be in the building when he's here. Though, yeah, there's going to be too much smoke. Like, wait a minute, there's smoke coming from everywhere. <laughs> oh, that just, that pl- that cloud follows him around. That's just. <laughs> What's that Charlie Brown character? That's Big always Ben. Got the- Big, Big Ben, ben. <laughs> yeah. That's great. You're fucking flies and dust. And- <laughs> smoke. All right. So. Yeah. So anyway, what are you boys up to uh, in your shop? Brian, how about you? Would you start and fill us in on your week? Yeah, I've uh, I've been making some progress out in the shop. I've been building up my grinding room, which has been kind of fun. Um, originally, I was just making the walls out of found materials, all the all the stuff that I tore out of the house and also stuff that was out in the shed already. Um, I, I did the frame in that, but... I ended up going to Menards, which is a big box store, mm-hmm. kind of like Home Depot in the Midwest. And uh, I went through there and there's this there. I was just looking at materials because we we're already there to grab a couple other things for the house. And they're like, oh, shit, might as well just go look, see what's over there. And I found in the scrap pile or the scrap like giant area, there's this eighth inch, like this hardened hardwood. Uh, I don't even know. It's like a condensed hardwood it's not plywood. It's, like it's MDF? even. Ah, uh, it's not or quite Masonite, like MDF either. Like I'm not sure exactly what it was, but anyways, it's it's inconsequential. But basically, there is there is three of those for five dollars, nice. or five dollars a piece. So I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna. I mean, instead of trying to cobble this together with a bunch of different plywood and make have it look super shitty, I'm just gonna buy these. And then there's one of them that one side of it was completely covered in dry erase marker, like whiteboard style style stuff oh so, i know that that's like uh i know exactly what you're talking about one side's a whiteboard one side's a black chalkboard no the other side wasn't a black chalkboard uh, but it's it's the same material as the other stuff but it like, had that paint coating i'm not dude even if you told me the correct word i wouldn't know <laughs> i just grabbed Kryptonite. it because it was cheap and it was easy it's right here in the bag lloyd <laughs> but anyway, so I I put those up as the wall, and I'm I have a tarp for the ceiling so that the dust doesn't go up and over. And uh, now all I have left is to finish doing the other wall and hang some doors, and I have a grinding room. Nice. I also ordered. I actually got a hold of you, Brian, to uh, get the prop whatever the uh, stand that you use for your grinding for your grinder. Um, what it was from Sam's Club. What what was the deal? How did you get jump onto that one? He was there buying wine, wine I, was, and yeah, yeah, I was there <laughs> buying wine and, and my my weekly grocery run. No, it. it that uh, that cart, I had a couple of them for another like my garage organization. And when I started the grinder project, I just went, well, that's like a perfect height almost. You know, I have to raise. You have to raise up. In my case, I needed to raise it up a couple inches. Uh, on the surface just so I could li- lift my grinder up a little higher, which sure. now I think I could actually go down with it because we've changed the design so much. But um, 
they're great carts because they're what two hundred fifty dollars or something right. like that, and they're they're stainless steel and all wood top, so you can bolt your grinder down to it. It's sturdy and it has drawers and a cabinet, so I like store all my handle material in there and any cutoffs, and you know you can throw abrasives in the cabinet. Like it's kind of ideal, you know, for right. and it's got caster wheels on it and rolls around. I mean, for two hundred and fifty bucks, I mean, that's you can't the thing. Find anything about like that. that's the thing that was perfect for me is you know it's going to take me a minute to put it all together and then basically when my grinding room gets nice and dirty, I can just wheel that shit out and just you know power wash the floors. Yep. You know, it's going to be nice and easy to clean up and, you know, sometimes, really keep myself kind of cleanly in there. Sometimes the buy versus build, you know, pays off big dividends. I, yeah. a lot of, I see a lot of guys getting shit on online about buying carts for the shop or, you know, like not building shop furniture. And it's like, shit, for the price of some of this stuff and the level of quality that we're getting to, it's like, man, sometimes it's a no brainer. Now, yeah, the. the, the the shop tables that I built, you know, it was out of materials that was right. already in the garage. Yeah. So it was completely free other than the screws I put into it. So, yeah. you know, that I felt a little bit more easy about building those instead of buying those. Right. But yeah, you know. we in our shop, we have those big, long, 10 foot long workbenches that are like an inch and a half thick, thick butcher, butcher block tops. Mm. And I just get those on Home Depot dot com and have them sent to us and then i'll build the tube steel frames out of just like scrap tube steel that we have laying around here mm-hmm. and you can't find a quality workbench like that you, i mean right. without spending a thousand bucks or you can't build a, a top for, for anywhere close to that you know what i mean yeah. if you were to build a, a butcher block top it it cost you three times that yeah yeah one of my tabletops is red oak and I had yeah. bought it before the the uh, pandemic, and I think I paid four hundred dollars for it shipped right. like, to my wow. shop. Now that same top is like fifteen hundred or some crazy chest. Yeah. But but I've been buying the the birch and the maple, yep. and it's just as hard and it works fine. And that's what she said. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's <laughs> but yeah, to finish out but finish out my week, I finished. Uh, actually, yesterday I was able to bring over the last, not the last load from the old shop. Um, but everything but my anvil, my grinder, and my drill press. So everything except for the crazy heavy things is all now in the back of my van. I do need to unload it later on today or tomorrow. And then it's just one last load, and the old shop will be dead. Man. Nice. But anyways, enough with my week. Ben, how is – I mean, it's been, what, two weeks since you've been on the show? Yeah. Fill last us in. What's going on in your world? Last week, you guys went a little early. Oh, man, this has been kind of balls to the wall on the Atlanta job. Trying, mostly working with our short, fat friend, Mr. Brigham Kendall. Nice. He's got some uh, connections down there uh, in Salt Lake for machine shops and uh, that sort of thing. So he reached out after I was on the show last and made a plea for folks to uh, let me know about places to get hardware manufactured. And uh, so he's been just hound dogging for me, which is awesome. He's gotten me several different quotes and turned me on to a couple of foundries or at least one foundry down in Utah I didn't even know existed. So that's pretty damn cool. Um, and yeah, just trying to get some hardware for that project. Also going uh, about nine rounds now on the design with the design team trying to make changes and uh, optimize everything for 
cost benefit purposes, but we're, we're getting closer to, I think a final, uh, a final design, but you know, just a shitload of engineering going, going into it right now, honestly. And, uh, trying to figure out how to get everything um, installed so that it will be, you know, durable enough to uh, hold itself up and all of that stuff. Turns out that, you know, I mean, I kind of knew this going into it, but 24 foot of leather, you know, big, heavy 12 to 14 ounce leather, seven inch wide strips of that 24 feet long. It It's not exactly light. So... Trying to figure out need a way. A forklift. I know. I'm gonna need a, a damn man basket to install this <laughs> shit. <laughs> you definitely will. You probably need yeah. a scissor lift. Mine's actually. not big enough, so gonna need a bigger one. Um, but yeah, mostly that. Uh, my in-laws are out, and we've rekindled the basement spirit. And so my father-in-law and I uh, finally got the new window installed yesterday and been doing some trim all that kind of shit just the little knick-knack paddywhack bullshit you know at the end of a job the finished carpentry shit that just the punch list yeah you, you know you work all day to hang three boards kind of bullshit so we're knee deep in yeah, that like all the unnecessary the necessary stuff that's not really fully necessary exactly. but has to happen yeah, yeah i get that's it. Yeah. That's I'm still the, doing that. Man. That's the exact level that my sh- my house project. Yeah, is at. I'll bet. Right. It's, yep. it's just all the little bullshit, like like in the bedroom, like everything is done except we need to hang some all our, all of our art back up on the walls. You right. know, that's it's just a thing that you know you you don't think about it and you don't think it's gonna take you an hour and a half, but it takes you a damn hour and a half to get everything set up level. It totally does, and it, I'll be honest, it's actually been kind of it's been great to have the help, obviously, but it's also been nice in a in a way I didn't expect, and that is just to like reaffirm myself that hey, yeah, this shit takes forever, even with two people working on it. You know, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter how many people are working on it, we're still only gonna get three boards hung today, but. No, it's been good. We spent the weekend up in the hills uh, doing some skiing, and that was a lot of fun. Got a couple, three good days of hard skiing in, and the boys and the in-laws and my sister-in-law's out with their baby. So we got kind of a full house, but yeah, been trying to squeeze in a little bit of basement and a lot of bit of uh, design and engineering work for the the big Atlanta leather job. So it's been eating wow. up most of the time, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Sounds, it sounds like a good solid week of work worth of work for you yeah. and ahead, probably a month or more of work yeah. ahead of you. So that's, uh, I, that's good. Busy is good. I think busy's great. So that's, yeah. That's just ordered my, uh, sewing machine this morning actually what did you get for the leather sewing machine i I bet you a ton of people would be interested yeah so i ended up with the leather machine company they're out of california uh they make several different classes of machine uh the class 26 is kind of an all-around all-purpose sews up to about a half inch thick of leather Uh, and i went i went with that you can go up from there to like a class four and even a class five a class five i think will sew pr- almost an inch and a half thick leather um so you're oh, like wow. sewing a fucking two by four of leather you know um so i didn't i you know i mostly wanted something that was uh 
um, that could be capable of sewing a belt, but also turn around and sew something small like a wallet or the aprons I make or that kind of thing. And I didn't really feel like I needed to go completely balls to the wall overkill with like a class three or a class four. Um, everything I've heard, everyone I've talked to uh, that owns a leather machine company machine just absolutely raves about their customer service, that it is the best customer service that they have ever experienced out of any business uh, is what everybody's told me. So, and they've been great. I mean, I, I reached out with a couple of questions and they're just all over answering the questions. They got, you know, a bunch of shit online and, but it was kind of a, a toss up. You know, there, there are a number of competitors that sell more or less the same machine, you know, just with a few different bells or whistles here or there, that kind of thing. Um, Texo is out of Canada and they're probably one of the bigger competitors to Leather Machine Company. Um, and yeah, it kind of, you know, it's kind of a wash in terms of cost. You're for a class 26, you're rated about 3,500 bucks by the time you get some, some of the accessories and you pay for shipping and all that. Um, they ship it freight, um, drop ship uh, to your to your door. So you got to be able to accept a truck coming in but yeah that's what i ended up going with and i i uh i've yet to get it it's gonna take a couple weeks but i'm pretty stoked pretty stoked now will the will the deposit that the company put down on the work for this project Mm -hmm. did do you fold tools like that into i did your costs yeah Yeah, i would i would think so right because you're not you don't need this tool to do other projects this is a tool you need for it's been something that i've always wanted to get you know um and it will certainly help with aprons or whatever other leather projects that i would take on um i think it was an eventual purchase this sped it up but yeah when I figured out the bid, I, I figured that into all of that. You know, didn't show it per se, but built it in. Um, I always put a 15% workshop fee in all my bids, which covers glue, uh, thread, screws. You know, if you're doing a woodworking project, it'd be glue, screws, consumables. Um, and that's 15% of the material cost. And so I built the same thing into this, which more or less covers a machine. So, well, that's great. Yeah. And then you get to keep the machine afterwards. Yeah. And it ends up being a write off as well. So, yeah. 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 Three different ways. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. You have like an ETA on when you're going to be in Atlanta to do the install? It's sounding like August or September at this point. Hot Lana. Hot Lana. Steamy month of August. You'll be missing the cold. I was hoping it was going to be in June when every other knucklehead in the world was going to be over there, but not so much. We could all come over there and help you install it. Might have to make a field trip anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Well, hey, man, it sounds like a productive week for us all, and uh, we've got some fun ahead. And it is, we're all, can you believe this, that we're almost 40 minutes into this debauchery? I can't even, (laughs) it it always blows my mind how fast these shows go by. But uh, let me just pull up WFI projects. I have been ready with one. I've got one on 
on my phone on ready to go. Okay, uh, hold on Oops. one second with that, Brian, because I want to just okay. To, so last week we had just breached ten thousand uh, projects. This week Dang. we are ten thousand two hundred and eighty-six projects. That's awesome. So if that gives you any indicator of how popular WFI projects has become and our world domination of the Work For It <laughs> podcast has continued now, it is exponential in its growth. So share it with a friend. I love it whenever I see you guys sharing on your stories on Instagram and Facebook, listening to the show, and I just it means so much to us. And we're looking to grow the show and grow patrons and do all of that. And so anything you guys can do to help us out, that would be terrific. So go check out WFI Projects, the hashtag on Instagram. Okay, Brian, go ahead. So I'm going to derail you guys ever so slightly before you guys look up a WFI project to talk about. I want you guys to go to Brian Hunt at Hidden Rose Forge and look at the knives he just finished for the therapy fundraiser for his daughter. Oh my God. These things are so next level. I was lucky enough to get um, one of his chef knives, his Bowie chef knife design. Mine's just, you know, not just, but it's ABL and it's, you know, the, the carbon fiber I sent him. But this one is Baker Fortune Tool and it's got X-Forge and it's got uh, Black Pearl. It's got some sexy G10 going on in there, some sort of an inlay on the inside. This thing is crazy and there's a hunting knife that matches it. This uh, fundraiser that he's going to do, whether it's a raffle or if it's, I'm not sure how he's going to do it. What he's done before is raffles, and I don't care how much this thing costs, you need to get in on it because these things are stupendous, and it's also helping a really great cause to help his daughter get the eye therapy that she needs. Um, the if you guys remember the story about that, basically it it fell through the cracks, the insurance wouldn't cover it, and you know it. For whatever reason, it's it's considered non-coverable by their insurance, which is absolutely stupid, but it is what it is. So he has been doing a bunch of fundraisers and raffles and such to try to, you know, get his daughter the care that they need. Um, yeah, these things, they're so, so next level. They look stupendously good. I don't even know if that's a proper word, so good, use yeah. of the word stupendous, but well, you typed it in the comment section, so you better hope it's a word. It's right there. It's a stupendous. <laughs> Did I really? By Brian, <laughs> yes, by B Cone Knives. It's a stupendous. <laughs> of course, that's the word for them. They're they're absolutely stupendous. They're crazy. Oh, you're right. But... Like the design uh, detail in it, how well all the pieces just melt together is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's so, a lot of it's a lot of different materials because of the Baker Fortune Tool Damascus and also the multi piece handle. Yeah, but, but it, works. it it doesn't look busy for some reason. No. It's crazy. Uh, just uh, channeling my inner Dustin over at Dustin O'Hara over at Art of Craftsmanship. I have now Googled the term <laughs> stupendous, <laughs> and we are you ready for the definition of the sure. word stupendous? It is extremely impressive. Wow, 
Come is on. The definition. Yes. I didn't even know my vocabulary and, was that good. <laughs> right? I mean, look, you're fifty dollar words. Yeah. There it you're, is. Just like your mom says, you're a really smart guy. And um there there is a uh th- let's see, I'm looking up the entomology of the word, like where it came from. It's a Latin word, it just means stunning. Yeah. Is in, in Latin. So yeah, stunning or amazing or uh impressive. Brian. Brianhunt.hiddenroseforge. Go check it out. Be ready to jump on that raffle. Whether it's a raffle, a fundraiser, however he does it, it's worth it. Right on. All right, I'm going to shout out SuperTech550. This is my buddy Jake Ub. He is, uh, let's see, I don't even know where Jacob lives. It's uh, Jacob Schumacher is his name, and he's setting up his workshop, and I love work in progress shots like this where he's got his bench grinders he's making custom stands for stuff he built a welding table um, and he's mounting all of his tools he's got like a pneumatic little um, shaper type deal with a foot pedal I love these shots because it shows like the beginning stages of developing and working through setting up a workshop, which is fascinating to me. I'm always, I've always been fascinated by how people set up their workflows. And so go check out super tech five, five, zero. Jacob's a good dude. He likes to bust my balls from time to time and he only has 441 followers. So go out and give him a follow. Cause he's, he's doing a bunch of cool stuff and he says he's coming to blade show this year. He's bringing some stuff to do. So, Nice. Good dude. Yeah, yeah. Who you got, Pickle? Do you have one? Yes, I do. Brad's underscore custom. Customs, actually. He's uh, building a Gen 4 Revolution as nice. of two days ago. Yeah, that's all laid out on his cart. All the parts. Working for it. And that's the ultimate work for it project right there is the Revolution, in my opinion. It's like a great project to build. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw all the parts laid out there, and you're right. It's a Gen 4. Yeah, that is a Gen 4. And yep. no matter what generation it is, it's still an awesome build to, to play with and build. So. And he's got a rotary platen in there, or a, not rotary, a radius platen in yep. there as well. And a true tilt. That's Brad Harrison. That's a He's a patron of ours. Well, look at that. Look at that. Nice. It's Azura Maker. Haven't shouted him out in a long while, I feel like. But, man, he just does phenomenal work with he's got this waffled nook he's got a little looks like a little lanyard bead there he just really amazingly clean work all the time still confused as to what these are for is this like a monocle or something no, or no, what, what are you no, doing no, they're like duster, for punching dude. people well what does that mean what is a knuckle duster you hold it's on a, to it the, you punch. it's a one finger knuckle like a brass knuckle but it's just not oh. brass yeah. now it's made out of, that seems to be micarta and i don't know about the states but like in canada Brass knuckles are illegal, but right. if they're not made out of a metal, they are legal. So they could be plastic or wood or composites mm-hmm. like G10. I just made one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's well, actually, while one. I was supposed to be down here, but I was stuck in an Arctic blast is when I made it. He's now, got another shot of this one, and it's like he made a ring to go with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's like a like a sister project with it, and he makes puts a little lanyard on there. I'm wondering what kind of neighborhood this guy lives in. If he's got to walk around with these on in his pocket all the time, he must well, people, live in a rough People spot. do buy them. Yeah. Like, oh. if, if you hang out in EDC groups and all that, you'll see those Big in like, time. pocket drops and stuff it like is, that. I see. Yeah. 
Itazura's in Hawaii, isn't he? He is, yeah. He is. Yep. He is. He's also a patron, actually. It's funny. Like, now, I've never been into that whole EDC scene or anything, but, boy, people get people get hyped about stuff like that. It's kind of, they go gaga over it, you know? Big time. Now, when Ben brought this up, you said it was for a raffle. Do you guys know what raffle this is for? Oh, wait, no. it's for a raffle? Yeah, you said that this this uh, knuckle duster and ring are up on a raffle, and it's for oh no, it says waffle, more waffle knuck. Oh, okay, I get it. Waffle, I thought the waffle, pattern yeah. was a waffle. No, okay, it does look like a waffle pattern. So but yeah, he, for he's Mr. saying Neil. waffle. Nice. Well, there's a yeah. double shout out. Go get in Neil's yeah. waffle. Yeah, this these are these are one of the. Um, what is it like 40 some prizes in this yeah. giant raffle going on over at Maximus knives. I know we've shouted it out a couple different times, but I'm definitely go check it out. I just talked to him yesterday and he said that the, um, the um, ticket sales have been kind of slowing down. Mm. It, everything has helped. He is so much better off now than when we started it. And yeah, he's made he, some upgrades. He's made some upgrades. He's also like orders have started coming in and it's just like, you can really tell that, you know, this raffle has really turned his life around because, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if you guys remember the first video he put out that kind of, I mean, it, it, it was looking very dire for him. So I am so proud of us for, you know, kind of putting this thing together and helping him out. And I mean, Nick and, you know, Brian and, you know, all the other people that got this thing together, I mean, I, I get I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about how that's what we do, man. We do what we like and we like helping people too. So yeah. we might as well do that while we're doing what we like. Nick, who all who all was in that group that started that thing off? Do you remember? Uh, Ryan. Kobe, Ryan Chadborn. Chadborn. Yeah, yep. Ryan Chadborn and, Knifeworks. And, He's the one that messaged me and he felt bad for the guy, you know. And, yeah. And then John Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. John one Chandler that got in on that yeah. tune. Yeah. It just There's a I, bunch of people. It was a snowball effect where, like, we started talking about it, and then you know things started happening, and we got it going. And same thing happened with for my sister in law. Like, I was planning on putting one knife up and getting a couple grand raised for them, and I ended up with forty six prizes, prizes for the makers that donated prizes. Uh, Sponsors sent me some stuff for those guys, uh, and we raised twenty thousand dollars. You know, that's it's just crazy. Yeah, it's last chance. There's fifteen dollars. They're fifteen dollars a spot, or you get three spots for forty. Go check out Maximus Knives. Get a hold of him if you want in on it. Um, there's so so many prizes to be had, and everything helps Neil to uh, get. Basically, he's supporting him and his son by himself, and he's he lost his job, and I mean couldn't couldn't have happened to a better guy because he is he is such a great guy, and yeah, go go help him out if you can. All right. All right. Hey, um, I want to shout out JC underscore creations underscore knives. I just started following him. He has, it looks like 14, 1418 followers. He's got a really cool, I don't know what this would be considered. It's like an eight and a half inch, maybe hunting knife. And it's got a cool swedge and it's made out of ADCRV2 black handle. 
and uh, the work. It looks like he causes uh, something OKC Creations on his hot stamp there. But, uh, yeah, it looks great. looks fantastic. Fantastic work. And uh, let me see. If it, oh, it's J.C. Razors. That's who that is. I, yeah. I know him. Yeah. I was actually looking at that one before I saw The Revolution, and I, that would have been my shout-out, but then I saw The Revolution. That's a great knife, isn't it? Yeah, that? it is. That's beautiful. Yeah, and that uh, – the uh, leather sheath that he made is just fantastic. So great work, JC. Do we have another one? Who wants to go? Anybody? You I, I'll throw. I'll do another one because uh, there's somebody that always tags us in a lot of things, and it's Moosey. I think it's Moosey or Moochie. And oh yeah, Moochie Damascus. Yeah. Yeah, Moochie underscore Damascus underscore Blades, and he's right near us in St. Petersburg. Great stuff. And he made an awesome chisel out of Damascus, yeah. and so just a fantastic guy. I think he's Italian. Uh, he was born there and then moved here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fantastic work, dude. Yeah, it's unbelievable the stuff you're putting out. So, nice work. So, all right. Well, listen, let's move. We're in the last 10 minutes of the show here, and I really want to shout out. We've got four new patrons uh, this week, and we've got – so the last patron from last week was John Summers. Thanks, John, for joining up. And then we have Ben Gordon, Ryan Coakley, which I thought he was a patron before, but I can't remember now. Maybe he just fell off and came back on or something, or he was under a different name. Um, And then we have Joshua Culver and Sean over at OTB.Knives on Instagram. Thank you guys uh, for contributing to our work financially. We truly appreciate that. And if you listen to this show and you get some value out of what we do here, entertainment, value, whatever it might be, Make sure you go over to work uh, patreon.com forward slash work for it. And for as little as $10.80 a year, you can join our patron in which we get messages from our patrons and they get to ask us questions. And then we answer them in the after show. So what's what's this week's question? It's from uh, bah, 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 bah. it's from Manny G over Parable Knives. We did uh, the the question he asked was, over time our tooling grows and changes. Certain tools become indispensable. What are some of your indispensable tools you couldn't live without in the workshop? As a knife maker, the easy answer is the two by seventy two or the even heat kiln. But I'm asking about something that goes beyond the essential. And, and, and what's funny is, is last week we shouted out Kyle Daly's uh, hammers, his straightening hammers. Yep. And Manny's answer to this question is that straightening hammer from Kyle Daly, uh, which I find fascinating. The whole, that whole science of, uh, you know, sh- straightening a blade that's already been hardened, hardened with those. So very cool stuff. So anyway, we will answer that in the after show. And I'm, I'm willing to guess that Pickle may or may not light up a joint in the after show i'd have to run over next door and come back well, well you start running we can make start it running oh, i don't have to run that far trust me and then uh we'll sit in here and hang out and uh chit chat about the essential tools and i am wondering uh da, 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 da. i don't know some people answered the question in the messages so we'll have to get back to that but if you want to ask us a question become a patron and then go into the messages section and send us a message, and we will answer it in the after show. And oh, yeah. honestly, at this time, I'm not lying. This time, I'm not embellishing anything. My answer is not going to surprise anybody. Indeed, <laughs> shock you. 
Shocks <laughs> and awe. I need a hammer. <laughs> One of my most indispensable tools is my Revolution 2x72 belt grinder. Purchased at I mean, Housemade.us. That's US. Handy, but have you tried a hammer? <laughs> have you tried the Apollo Forge? Do you have one? If you don't, you're a loser. Can, can, can we talk about a true tilt? just so pricey. I found a knockoff <laughs> for half the price, man. Somebody's making the same fucking thing. Why would you pay that much? I'm getting pissed. Uh, all right. Yeah. So anyways, that's it. Do you have a dad joke? I do. And I actually have one from Brigham Kendall because this too. Our short, fat, short, fat friend. friend. Brigham Kendall. Let me so so my phone rang last good. night while we were eating dinner and Siri announces the caller if I have it in my contacts, you know. So right in the middle of dinner with like the in-laws and everybody and it's like, Brigham Kendall, your short, fat friend. <laughs> I was like, just oh fucking lost it. It was awesome. I love it. That's hilarious. I love it. Yep. All right. So this morning I got in touch with my inner self. Mm. I'm never buying that cheap toilet paper ever again. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. There's a tuba. Yeah. Where did we get a tuba Where's on that one? a freaking tuba at? <laughs> Brian, did you oh, fall shit. off we the page? We lost the tuba player. He's gone. It's Mike. <laughs> I had it on mute, damn it! This is is unbelievable. You would think that we'd be fucking everything up on our end with all the weed that's going around. I wailed on that hard and it was on mute. Oh, man. And it was just dead silence. And and last week's dad joke with uh, uh, with the whoop joke, you were supposed to say, there it is, and you forgot. forgot. And then that... And that was it. a joke from Nate because Walpole. I always put myself on mute so I can blad a couple notes so I don't fuck it up. And then I put it on mute and forgot to unmute myself. Son of a that bitch. Straight up hilarious. Ugh. I think that's funnier than the freaking trombone, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Are we right. the after show now? No, not yet. Oh, We're no, moving yeah. there. So though. I got to wait. Yeah. You, you got... <laughs> uh, no, you don't technically have to wait. It's not it. like, you know. Because I'm about to cheat and chong this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> If you are, haven't already figured out, my ganja-smelling friend, Pickle, he is a connoisseur of the finer, greener things yes. of life. And in Canada, it is legal. In the state of Florida, it is also legal for medicinal purposes. And trust me, I have seen him sober. He needs his medicine. <laughs> the grind lines get a lot straighter. They get straighter. He walks taller. It's a whole thing, man, for sure. So it, I love having you on the show, Pickle. Yes. And I love Brian. having you here. I Thank, hope you know that. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thanks, Brian, for having me down here. I seriously wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. Even though it's snowing and snowboarding and all that, I'm happy and content with being here. And I'm going to say this to you right now, Pickle, and I mean it. You're stupendous. Stupendous. <laughs> All Stupendous! Right. Uh, that sounds like a Sesame Street <laughs> word of the day or something. I love it. Right? <laughs> Today's letter is S. <laughs> You're stupendous. <laughs> Today's letter is S. Because right. you guys are shitheads. Ah! 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 S. Suck it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we know you're out there working for it. And so are we. Right here on the Work For It podcast. 
We're sharing tales of the maker world, of the entrepreneurial side of things. We believe in capitalism. We love a good red steak. And God damn it, Pickle loves his marijuana. So listen, if you had fun on today's show, make sure that you go hit that five-star review button on Spotify and give us a review on Apple too because, you know, all that stuff helps. And every single time you share something about the Work For It podcast and tag me, I'll share it on my feed. Hope you guys have a great day. We love you. See you later. Bye. On to the after show. Peace out. Bye. On to the after show. Let's do it. Do it.